0: Welcome to your Sacred Pattern Podcast, a logical, analytical approach to your spiritual journey and a home to advance your process as a heart-centered leader. Here we will cover patterns, purpose, and polarity from the perspective of spiritual beings having a human experience. I am your host, Ellen Tai, a process and mindset architect, dynamic shapeshifter, mirror, and alchemist. Join me as we bridge worlds and dive deep into the bliss of your sacred pattern get ready to have your mind blown today is the day of love so i thought it would be the perfect time to come out with this episode which is all about playfulness and dating and coming back to your feminine energy This episode is with a friend of mine and a dating coach, Lauren Schaefer, who specializes in feminine energy. And in this podcast, we're going to be talking about how to reframe the idea of dating to make it a more fun experience for you, some tips on embodiment exercises that you can do at home, and my favorite part, which is probably how to hold the eye contact and create the invitation when you see a really attractive man. I hope you enjoy this episode as always let me know how you like it enjoy welcome to another episode of your sacred pattern podcast a place where we talk to heart-centered leaders the people who are on their mission and service to the people and they're leading from their human they're raw real and they show all the way up So today we have Lauren and Lauren and I are going to be talking about feminine energy, which is one of the most fun topics to talk about. So Lauren, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and how you help other women?
1: Yes, of course. I'm so happy to be here. I am a feminine energy coach. I help women tame their masculine so that they can turn on their feminine energy to really feel desire, pleasure, and fulfillment within dating and relationships. And the way I do that is either working with women one-on-one or in other containers that I have, like my Facebook group and then other offerings, um, you know, like group coaching and things like that as well. So really it's about, and I'm so excited to get into it with you today, but about deconditioning the masculine energy that we have because as as women who identify with having femininity at their core... Oh man, if we are defaulting to our masculine, there are so many ways that this shows up and I really feel like when we come back to our feminine, then we come more into alignment even with our healthy masculine as well. So, I'm excited to dive in with you today.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. So, the the podcast your sacred pattern, like part of the the point of it is it's not about becoming something as much as it is unbecoming everything that you're not and especially with the masculine feminine energy journey it is such a journey and um I think it's really beautiful for women who are curious about it because I went a lot of my life thinking oh this is just me like people have to deal with it this is just me when I was in my hyper masculine era Mm -hmm. but um Going on the journey and realizing like, wait, I have this other beautiful core aspect of who I am that is so fun to play with and be with and journey with that I haven't even uncovered. Um, when you are working with women, what what are some of the core themes that you're seeing with some of the women that you work with and help?
1: Yeah. So as we, we may or may not know, whoever's listening, we It serves us best to be in our most authentic expression. And so what does that authentic expression look like? Well, it's different for everyone, right? And when we grow up in a masculine society, we take on modes of learning how to be, modes of learning how to survive in the world, and we can tend to lose touch, especially as feminine women, when that inner femininity is our, uh, our natural way of being, we can lose touch with that in order to learn how to survive in a very masculine oriented world where, and you can think of masculine oriented as outcome, productivity, efficiency, all of that. Whereas, you know, feminine energy wants to take its time and do things just for pleasure not just for the outcome and really be in the experience. So when I'm working with women it's looking at okay what's currently going on in your reality especially when it comes to relationships and how that woman herself how she is showing up in relationship because she wants her authentic expression to be in line with her femininity cuz that's where she will feel her most desirable, her most pleasurable. And that's where she'll be able to really Mm co-create the relationship experience that she's looking for with a partner. But often, and I did this myself, this is how I got into this, is when we are so masculine oriented, that's our default, then we want to control the outcome. And we are in it for like, you know, I need to be in this relationship because I need to fit this timeline. I got to be married by 30, have the house, have the kids, all the things, check the boxes, because that's what we were told and kind of taught. Like that is the way, and this is how you go about it. And then we bypass our internal knowing of like what we truly desire and what would truly be serving for us, regardless of timeline, regardless of outcome.
0: That is so beautifully said. Mm, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, I think every human on this planet benefits from the understanding of masculine, feminine energy, because at its core, it comes into surrendering to just life and the timeline that life has. And for those who are spiritual, you know, really following the plan that God created or the plan that was created for us before we ever stepped foot on this earth. And when we try to control every aspect of it, because we think we know best, it becomes this battle that is, (laughs) you know, you're never going to win. You're never going to win a battle like that. And helping other women to understand and see that sometimes if you just let things play out, the abundance is so much greater than what even you thought that you wanted.
1: Mm -hmm, Exactly. The the results, the outcomes can be better than you ever expected if you let go. And that's Really, when we're so in our masculine mind, overthinking, overanalyzing, we're doing that, you know, coming up with these these perceived outcomes based on past situations and then projecting them into the future based on the past. And we're not open to all the other possibilities. When, like you said, surrender, like when we can sit back and surrender and trust in the knowing that, I love saying this, like our desires are meant for us, that the universe literally helps us get there through a path of least resistance. But if we are trying to map out all 10 to 20 steps ahead of us, we, we are then destined along those steps versus if we just had the next step and then we feel into it and then maybe we course correct and then the next step and then we feel into it. That's how we get to the path of least resistance because it doesn't really look like the 20 steps that we've outlined.
0: Right. So what are some of those core themes that you see in the women that you're working with?
1: Yeah, well, the the survival mode of, you know, suppressing their feminine expression, worried about, you know, meeting the expectations that others have put on them and that they've even put on themselves. And that's exactly what I You know, was feeling as well. It's like I love the book, The Four Agreements, where he literally talks about conditioning as uh, domestication, and then we learn how to self-domesticate ourselves, and we put these rules and you know conditions on ourselves that we learned you know from our parents and from society, and it really stunts our expression of who we authentically are because we're fulfilling a role. And then we're not feeling into the present moment because we're constantly thinking from our mind and fulfilling our ego and our identity. And then there's there's a lack of, you know, experiencing it even more in the present moment, even feeling into what our emotional intelligence of our body is telling us because we can't even be in the present moment. You know, we're, we're bypassing that that intuition. And so yeah women are disconnected from their intuition from their desire from feeling you know into their body from expressing their emotions and and not even trusting themselves I think that is the the main foundation is that we've put so much trust as women into external structures the way that others told us things should be when our internal desire we want to reorient to to our internal desire being the the guiding way and being that the guide, but we haven't had trust in that because we've been suppressing our feminine because we're told she's weak and inefficient and unproductive and lazy and all these things are too emotional, too this, too that, that we're like, no, 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 like down girl, like you're not welcome here. Mm -hmm. And now it's retraining and especially retraining through the nervous system, through the body to trust the inner knowing and it starts with baby steps with like trusting, you know, in your day-to-day, trusting that, you know, you can can you go out on a walk and just like let yourself be guided by where it feels good. Like literally baby steps like that. And then I always tell women, you know, trusting that you can go on a date, you can say whatever you want. Like play into it, play yourself up. Like we're we're all, like we're here for We don't even know how long, you know, and it's like play into the moment and get into that play and that curiosity and and have some fun with it rather than trying to be the perfect date and say the right things. (laughs) Can we let that pressure go and just be ourselves or even be someone who's our higher self that I work with feminine archetypes too and it's like how would your feminine archetype you know allow you to play into the date and how does she show up and you know is she sensual is she um you know just flirty like how does she, how does she want to show up so um those are a lot of the core themes i would say that i work with women on and that i've even you know gone through myself
0: i would say too adding on to that on those dates having understanding for yourself when you don't feel safe with the man that you're with and then wondering why you can't fully let go because I've been on dates where I'm just like really kind of robotic still in my masculine it's because there's there's no alignment there's no place for me to feel safe to drop in and when I say safe with the man I'm I'm talking a full spectrum like safe could just be like maybe the conversation doesn't feel as freeing, you know, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be a physical safety issue. And then I've been on other dates where I'm like giggling, just like a little girl and I'm so in my surrendered place and it's so easy for me to drop in. So mm-hmm. having that feminine intuition to know whether or not you're even on a date with somebody that you, I like to say share values with, mm-hmm. I think that's really important. Yeah. Um, yeah, do you have any other tips? Like I'm sure you could do a whole thing on tips, but what are a couple other tips that you have for women in the dating scene who want to tap more into their feminine energy?
1: Yeah, and and I would say too just to back off of, or to go off of your um the safety thing too. It's like have like you said like the setting yourself up to to find out what are someone's core values and I think it's really noticing, like, it's. I think it's being able to express your own core values in a certain way, like, you know, what is your take on, you know, certain things? Or do you have a, a, a strong perspective on something in your life that you really want to align with someone on? Like, that's definitely important to bring up. And then I would su- highly suggest a woman look at and watch for the response of that person. Is their response open and, you know, are they willing to take to, you know, see your perspective? Do they maybe even agree with your perspective or do they get defensive in some way? And so I think like just saying like you can start to discern what that level of safety is with that person for like, you know, how you can show up in front of that person. And then from there, it's. Then like what are your boundaries? Like if it if it's well received, okay, great. Like maybe you open up and surrender a little bit more. If it is not well received, it's like maybe you're ready to to call the date off and you're like, okay, this isn't worth my time. Or even on the other side of that, even when you're getting into your own expression, letting go of like, if this person is gonna reject me, it means XYZ. And it's like, We get to let rejection just mean redirection Mm -hmm. and just allow, that's like when we give ourselves our fullest permission to just, okay, this is who I am. This is who I'm going to be. And I'm looking for the person to align with me. Not that I'm, I'm not looking for the person who's, um, who I have to fit into a box and so that they, you know, will accept me. Right.
0: And that, that is so key. The rejection is redirection because everything is meant Everything that is meant for me won't miss me.
1: right. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then um, ways to play into it more onto a date in a date too is allowing for that curiosity and the play. and like you know, you said you were like giggling and it's playing into. You know what feels good. What feels good for you, and giving yourself the permission to do that again, regardless of what you think the other person is going to think. And femininity is really um, our energy can be such an invitation, and um, we can really, uh, we can really like hold space or like be good listeners, and just it's like unconditional love. Like when we're just allowing our heart to to open and then just to be receptive of another without judgment. You know, first we've got to do it for ourselves and then we can do it for another. And that's what I have found fl- allows for a lot more ease and flow on date and within dating itself. When you're having conversation and you're just hearing what this person says and not judging it and just being curious, like, oh, tell me more about that rather than trying to all of a sudden make it mean something right away or make it mean something in relation to you just being curious about it.
0: Mm. I love that. And it brings in that element too of just let this just be fun. Like it doesn't Mm have to be serious. Let it just Mm -hmm. be fun. Because men can feel that too. If you go on the date or even just off rip, like initial conversation, they can feel the type of person who's like wanting to control the situation, even in the beginning, then that's Mm -hmm. kind of like a turnoff to allowing that man to show up actually as the physical human that's in front of you instead of the fantasy that's already being created behind the doors.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because when we start to create that idea of that person, that idea starts to stick and we're projecting into the future and then, you know, we want to go and try to change this person and then it's this whole rabbit hole <laughs> that that we can get into. And I'm really like very much seeing dating these days as let go of the outcome. Like, can you go on the date just for the experience? Can you let go of the idea like that this might be my future partner or, you know, and it's like, I really am encouraging women to see themselves in relation to the other it's almost like dating becomes a great way it's almost like a mirror but then also a great way for you to become more self-aware of how you interact with other people because you know we can do so much work on our own only so much up to a certain point and then that's when we know and i know you've had experience with this and i have too our relationships are really what deepen us into our own our own work our shadows and things like that that's where we need to be in relation to another to take ourselves even deeper. And so going out on dates simply to experience yourself into relation with another rather than having it like, I've got to make this good so it can get to the second date or, you know, because I feel like these days women are so focused. we so, so women on dating apps and things like that are getting exhausted and they're burnt out and they're frustrated and think men are the problem and yada, yada, yada. It's like that's giving power away, which is power is just energy. We're giving our energy away to observing all the things that aren't working. But if we take it back for ourselves and we say, okay, how is this working for me? Like, what is the experience that I'm having in relation to another? And how can I take this experience to learn more about myself, to be more self-aware about myself? Because that's going to allow you to improve for the next date rather than just going into the same or to to different dates as the same person. You're actually improving or becoming more self-aware each time.
0: Yes. Oh, that's so helpful, especially nowadays with the, the apps being so accessible, but also so overwhelming. It's helpful to have pieces of information like that, where it doesn't have to be a numbers game, but it is an opportunity to, again, like do this for yourself, to let yourself be the gift in this situation. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I I would love to ask you, um, maybe we can have a chance to share just a little bit about both of our journeys, but my perspective is that the feminine energy journey for me was not all rainbows and sunshine. So I'd like to share a little bit about that for anybody who is like going on the feminine energy path and wondering if, you know, they're hitting this, the shadow work that mm-hmm. we're talking about, but I would love to hear your perspective. What was your journey like going into your feminine energy path and then even creating a, a business from it? Like where did that passion come from?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I when I was about 20, 28, I got into a relationship with a very nice man and we dated for about two years. He moved in with me, and everything was fine. It was fine. <laughs> we were best friends. We had a lot in common. We had, you know, carved out our comfy life and our social life and all the things. And all of a sudden, I mean, this was then like 2020. So we had just turned 30. And then all of a sudden I was just like, is this it? Is this is this what I'm settling for? Is this like, is this my life? And even on a deeper level, like although things were fine and he's a great person and whatnot, I, whatnot.